its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues. This station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every single week. Here's a quote that I read last night, and I think this is so true, and it's simply this. Most people give up just when they're about to achieve success. They quit on the one-yard line. They give up from winning touchdown, and that's by Ross Perot. We live in a society that likes instant gratification, and we are so used to having things better and faster than ever before. But I will tell you this. Sometimes success doesn't happen as quickly as we want it to, and as a result, we tend to give up too quickly. The biggest shame is to invest a lot of time and effort into something and then give up right before the finish line. Before giving up, remind yourself why you started in the first place. It's a lot better to give one last effort than it is to start completely over with something else. This week, resolve to tell yourself to try one more time. You will be so glad you did. With all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. This week's guest is Larry Broughton. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Larry Broughton is an award-winning entrepreneur and CEO, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and former Special Forces operator. As a former U.S. Army Staff Sergeant serving eight years on the Special Forces A-teams, commonly known as the Greenboro, the lessons learned from his time in service to his country and applied them to the business arena, attaining extraordinary success. He is the founder and CEO of Broughton Hotels, which is a leader in the boutique hotel industry, as well as CEO and founder of Broughton Advisory, which is a strategic vision, elite team building, and transformational leadership training company. Larry has received several business awards, including Ernst & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year, the National Veteran-Owned Business Association's Veterinpreneur of the Year, Coastline Foundation's Visionary of the Year, and Entrepreneur Magazine included his firm in their Hot 500 list of fastest-growing private companies. Larry has authored several articles and books on leadership, team-building, and entrepreneurial significance, including Victory, Seven Entrepreneurial Success Strategies for Veterans, his upbeat, creative approach to business and life has been featured in newspapers and magazine articles across the country, and he's been a guest on news and TV programs on every major network, including multiple appearances on CNBC's The Big Idea with Donnie Deutsch. Larry has presented to current and aspiring military veteran entrepreneurs across the country at multiple events, including the IVMS Entrepreneur Boot Camp for Veterans and Disabilities Program, the SDVOB National Conference, Veteran Women Igniting the Spirit of Entrepreneur Conferences, VBOC SBA events throughout California, 
several student Veterans of America University chapters, Wounded Warrior Project's National Leadership Summit, and he's delivered a keynote address and training on overcoming fear and failure to the Pentagon's Office of the Chairman of the Chiefs, Joint Chiefs of Staff. He attended the executive program at Stanford University, studied Russian at the world-renowned Defense Language Institute, and political science at the University of California, Santa Barbara, and College of San Mateo. Wow, Larry. How are you? Are you there? <laughs> I am here. That's great. Boy, that guy I mean, sounds like a freak. That, that guy sounds like a superstar, <laughs> and I'm so glad to have that superstar on my show today. Well, sounds a little bit like an overachiever to me. Yeah. You know what? You, uh, you have a background that's very, very different than a lot of the people that I have on my show. I think the thing that, that really stood out to me as I was you know, looking at your bio for the very first time, Urshan Young's Entrepreneur of the Year, Entrepreneur Magazine, including you on their Hot 500 list of fastest growing private companies. That is really, really amazing. And before we talk about your background, I do want to ask this question because it is on my mind right now and I'm afraid that I'll forget it. Okay. I, I talked to some guests about uh, parlaying their achievements and credentials into their marketing to grow their business further. How have you done that? Mm, that is a good question. Well, you know, for a long time, I didn't do that. I kind of kept a low profile about uh, my background, and I joke around about being a little bit of an overachiever. And the truth of the matter is I am. And so one of the, my biggest achievements in life was my Special Forces um, career, mm -hmm. and I kind of hid that for a long time. But what I realized was is that um, the past experiences that we have lend credibility to what we're doing today. And why wouldn't we capitalize um, on that? Because if we are truly in business to serve other people, and so I'm, I'm going to assume mm -hmm. that we are, right? I mean, people that listen to your show, it's different than a lot of other shows, we're here to serve other people, then right. why not give as much credibility as we can to what we're doing now based on the experiences that we have in life? Because all of us are just basically a collection of our past experiences. And yeah. so oftentimes I just feel like, if we're not capitalizing or sharing our experiences and bringing those into our current marketing, then there are going to be some people who are going to say, well, why didn't you share that with me? You're kind of hiding the ball a little bit. Yeah. And if I can't trust you with what you, what you did in the past, how do I know that what you're telling me today is 100% yeah. truthful as well? So, so you're saying don't be afraid to blow your horn. I think you have to. Exactly. I, I think you have to. And, I, and I didn't for a long, long time because I felt I didn't want to be, come across as like pompous or arrogant or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But the truth is the people who know, know us – yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a credibility. That's right. People who know me, that's right. That's right. And people who know me know that I'm not that way. It's just that, you know, um, I don't know. I, I think you've got to blow your horn a little bit. And the truth is it is hard doing this stuff. Anybody who has sought success for any length of time knows that it's hard work. And that's why so many people just give up, like you were saying, on the one-yard line, right, um, because it is hard work. And so you've got to blow your own horn. Yes. And I, I look at the testimonials that I've received or thank you letters from past clients or someone who's read a book and, and or they're kind of just really kind of saying, wow, that book was transformational or wow, that mastermind was the best one I've ever been to. I keep those on my desk and on my walls, not to boost my ego, mm -hmm. but because sometimes we just need to have that recharge, that little um, nudge, that little um, I don't know, mantra in our head to say, you know, what you're doing makes a difference. Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of people out there who are telling so, the work that we shouldn't be doing this, right? Exactly. So Stay in the safe water. Right. Absolutely. So let's talk about your background. I, okay. I 
I normally start with that question, and I intended to, but when I read that bio, I thought, I must ask that question first. <laughs> so forgive my indulgence. No problem, Brian. Good. All right. All right. So you have a, a really amazing background. You grew up in a small town in New York. You traveled the world with elite special forces. You built large mm-hmm. businesses that are leaders in their respective industries. How yeah. how how did your education experience play into this? Did you come from an entrepreneurial family? Where did your background uh, inform you in terms of how this all panned out? Yeah, all right. So first of all, no, was not born into an entrepreneurial family. Didn't know, couldn't spell entrepreneur. <laughs> it is a hard um, word to spell, yes. Yes, yes. Um, you know, grew up in a working class family. You know, my father, God rest his soul, his big thing for me, honestly, was this. Larry, go get a job at a governmental agency like the post office. If you get a job at the post office, then you are set, all right, because it offers, you know, all the great benefits that a government job held. And to me, that was like, oh, my gosh, that would be the kiss of death uh, for me. Not that there's anything wrong with that because some people, that's exactly what they want to do, but it's not what I wanted to do. It's not the way I was built. So I don't know where the entrepreneurial bent started, but um, I remember being in high school. I was not a good high school student. Um, I barely graduated high school. I graduated right near the bottom of my class. Um, as it turns out, I'm dyslexic. I didn't know that until um, I was in the military. Mm. And um, But I did know that I wanted to own my own business uh, one day. Uh, my twin brother and I uh, taught martial arts uh, right out of high school. And uh, so just before I went into the military, uh, I was teaching martial arts. And so I liked that kind of small business ownership thing. But um, what I realized, I think, after spending a bunch of time in special forces was that what I was really looking for was just freedom and having control over my own destiny. And I didn't know any other way to do it than, um, than, than business ownership. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of what got me, uh, got me really on the path of entrepreneurship was seeking the freedom and controlling of my own lifestyle. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, and I, I appreciate that you shared all of that. I think if you're going to work uh, by yourself or for yourself or have your own business, mm-hmm. you have to be a pretty strong person. I mean, you have to have a positive mindset and you have to know what you want and you have to figure out how to get what you want. So can we talk a little bit about the power of uh, positive mindset, you know, visualization, yeah. if you have a routine yeah. that gets you going at the beginning of every day? Yeah, yeah. So I have been pretty disciplined for the last couple of years um, on starting every day with what I call my seven-minute routine that a friend mentor of mine, Daryl Fasaro, got me got me doing because I've gone through spits and spurts where I would start every day doing positive reading or prayers or affirmations or whatever it was, um, but then I would you know I'd do it for a while and then I would stop. And so what Daryl got me recognizing is start with a small chunk. You've got to start with something. Just, you can do seven minutes, okay? You can do seven minutes of readings and positive thoughts and listen to listen to, to great CDs to start your day off that way. And oftentimes that seven minutes is going to turn into 15 minutes or a half hour. But what I used to do, I used to tell myself, okay, I'm going to sit down for an hour and I'm going to read this and I'm going to really get into it. But it was just too much. So I knew I could do seven minutes. And we'll get graphic here, but here's what I do. I get up in the morning. I go to the restroom. If I'm having coffee that morning, I'll make a – you know, a cup of decaf coffee, and I do seven minutes. And that's it. Before I read email, before I do it, take a shower, I do seven minutes just to get in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the day, what I'm doing is if I'm in my car, that is my mobile classroom. I've got CDs in my car that I'm listening to over and over again. And some of them I've listened to, you know, 20 or 25 times, some CDs. 
mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that it's my opportunity to get in that, you know, the slight edge over the competition. And then before yeah. I go to bed most nights, um, I put more positive stuff uh, yeah. into my brain. Because, you know what, there's negative chatter out there all the time. Exactly. You've you got family members. You've got negative stuff on TV. You've got uh, friends who don't, don't understand the entrepreneurial lifestyle who say, wouldn't it be easy if you just had a job? Wouldn't it be easier if? And to yeah. me, I don't need that negative chatter in my no. mind. No. So that that, that's, so kind of how, that's kind of how I do it. That's great. And we've got just a few seconds left to our first break. My very mm-hmm. special guest this week is Larry Broughton, and he's an author, an entrepreneur. We're going to talk about his experiences in the Special Forces. We're going to talk about the book that he wrote. We're going to talk about a whole litany of other things that uh, we probably should have two hours for this, but we have only one. <laughs> the Profiles Radio, please stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest-growing business networks in the world, managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California, to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. At Solovey, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solovey with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service and simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less $49 a month for unlimited voice text and data but it gets even better you can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others as your network of connections grows both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solovey revolution Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very Broughton, uh, serial entrepreneur, author, uh, served our country. We talked about mindset a little bit. We'll explore that topic a little bit more 
uh, right now. In fact, Larry, I mean, we've all heard stories about special forces, and we know the Green Berets are among the most elite military units in the world, and it's so physically demanding to get accepted and to stay in peak condition every single day. But you've mm-hmm. parlayed this experience into developing a million-dollar mindset. So let me ask, what can you share with us about the importance of your thinking and mindset during that phase of your life that contributed to being so successful uh, in business? Wow. Um, well, you're right. It's um, folks who are in the Navy SEALs or in the Green Berets, um, it's a full-time job. It's not like a lot of professional athletes where you have on and off seasons. It um, is very physically demanding. But what yeah. I think most people don't recognize is that in order to even get into one of those elite units, you better have the mental part down. Mm-hmm. Um, because as we were talking earlier, just in life, right, we've got a lot of naysayers and negativity uh, that's around us. So over the years, I've had a chance to interview you know, some of the country's top thought leaders and entrepreneurs and CEOs. I started looking for a theme. You know, Tony Robbins talks about the I think it was Tony Robbins who coined this, that success leaves clues, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So I just, I just started jotting things down, and I'm a big, you know, I've got journals all over the place and notebooks full of ideas. And so as I was writing uh, my first book a, a while back, I started looking for, for clues. And so what I started rec- recognizing is that um, there's really five strategies. I'm big about keeping lists because I'm just not the brightest guy out there. Okay. And so what I realized is that what I've developed is kind of a five-star strategy, st- strategy to create extraordinary success in your life and business. And the first one is what we were just talking about. And that is just removing negative chatter from your head. And, um, and oftentimes that means you've got to cut out, exercise those people that are in your life that are the most negative and recognize that there are people that are in your life for reasons and there are other people that are in your life for seasons and other people that are in your life, you know, for forever. Mm-hmm. Those people that are in your life for a season or they're in there for forever, you want to make sure that those are the most positive people uh, in your life. And so I'm constantly putting positive things uh, into my head. That That is simple to do. I mean, it sounds simple, but it's not always easy to do. Mm-hmm. So number one, remove negative chatter. Number two is you just got to focus on what you're good at. Focus on your strengths. Too often we get wrapped up from even an early age that when you bring home a report card and you get all great grades in many of your subjects and you get a D in the other, um, what are, what's mom and dad start harping on? Well, it's the D. And same thing in your professional career. If you were an employee, you go to a performance review, you do all these great things, um, your boss ends up focusing on the one negative thing that you're not very good at. But mm-hmm. focus on your strengths. In special forces, you're surrounded with 11 other guys, and you're all working in your strength. So imagine if every day you got to go to the office or go to your business that you work with where every person is working in their strengths. Sparks fly when that happens. Energy oh, yeah. is up. Um, it's just a positive work environment. And that's great. But the third thing is if you know what your strengths are and you're removing negative chatter in your head, but you're not taking rapid action towards working towards your vision or for your goals, then, you know, that's kind of a, uh, an empty, shallow life too. So you've got to take rapid action uh, on your ideas and then just make course corrective um, course corrections along the way in case you get off course, because you're going to get off course. It, it's just bound to happen. Um, you know, in the military, they say that no plan survives contact with the enemy, Brian. And what that means is, you know, in business, life happens. You know, market conditions change or a new competitor comes into the marketplace. Well, you may have a plan, but you're going to have to make course, correction, course corrections and take, take rapid action. And then the final two things is this. You know, no, not enough people talk about this. We have to expect and ultimately embrace failure. 
failure is just part of life. Failure is part of business. And I've gotten into some heated debates during keynote speeches that I've done where people say, I don't agree with you. I'm that failure is not an option. Well, good for you. But the truth is we're going to fail. We're going to fall down. We're going to make mistakes. Um, and so you've got to expect it in, and just, you know, it's how do you respond to failure? And finally, the last thing, and you kind of touched, you opened your show with this, with your quote from Ross Perot about not quitting at the one-yard line. Well, what I say is just never give up. Never, never, never give up. Expect that you're going to have to change courses along the way. But as you were saying earlier, if you've got um, a vision for your life, if you've got a goal, you have to work towards it. You've got to believe, with it, believe in it with every fiber of your body because it's hard work doing what we're doing. And but you just can't give up at the one yard line. You, you can't right. do it. So that's kind of my uh, five yeah, point yeah. strategy. And um, it, it's the sim- I try to keep it simple because, like I said, um, there's a whole lot of, lot of other things that grab my attention. So yeah, and I think we're all like that. I, I, if you if you're not focused, it's very easy to have that shiny bright object syndrome, mm. and and just you know whatever looks great next is like ooh let me try that let me try that and pretty soon you're. Yeah dabbling in a whole bunch of little stuff and you're not getting anything really important done. And at the end of the day, what have you really accomplished? A bunch of busy work that ultimately doesn't get you any closer to where you want to be than when you started. Absolutely. You're right on. Absolutely. You bet. So let me ask you this, Larry. I mean, you are one of the country's leading entrepreneurs and mentors to entrepreneurs. What is it that makes business people, entrepreneurs, so different from the rest of the population out there? Yeah, geez. Well, besides being schizophrenic, <laughs> if, if they're anything like me, um, no, you know what I think it is? It, you know, a lot of people think that it has to do with taking a risk. I, I don't think necessarily that's it. I don't think that entrepreneurs and business owners take any more risk than anybody else. But what they are willing to do is take calculated risk. You know, as, as I was just saying a little bit earlier, they're willing to step out, and if they take that risk and they fail, they learn from it, they dust themselves off, and they, you know, move forward. Too often people, I think, in life, just the general population, if they have a failure in something, then they say, well, that's it. I guess this wasn't meant to be. So you've got to have this resilience, I think, as an entrepreneur and business owner. For me, I equate the modern-day entrepreneur to the early explorers, or maybe even explorers that we have now who are kind of looking out into space and saying, gosh, what's out there past our galaxy or, you know, um, but I compare them to people like Magellan or Lewis and Clark or Columbus who would say, gosh, there's something out there past, past the horizon. I don't really know what it is, but I, my gut tells me there's something bigger, better, bolder out there. Let's go find out what it is. And then they constantly innovate. So entrepreneurs are always looking for better ways to do things. Instead of just accepting the status quo. And isn't that sad that most of the population, they just go along with the flow. They're like sheep, sheep to slaughter sometimes. So those are kind of things I think are a little bit different um, than the rest of the population. And thank God that we've got entrepreneurs and business owners because our country, the world would be a whole lot different place if we didn't have super achievers out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I was reading a Robert Kiyosaki book one time, and Mm -hmm. I think it was – he did a book about network marketing. Uh, and uh, one thing he said is if 3 million people started a business and hired three people, that would change everything. And that is so true. Yeah. You'd be employing yeah. 9 million more people. How much different would things be if 9 more million, more million people were employed by people who decided to take a calculated risk and look for a better way to do something? I love that definition. That's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, so, it's funny. I say uh, something natural. very similar to that. I yeah. say something very similar to that, and that is that, you know, there's 23 million, let's even simplify, there's 23 million 
uh, businesses out there, small businesses uh, in the U.S., if every one of them, just every one of them, hired one more person, it would yeah. be a different world. Because, you know, we've got about, depending on the count, between 20 and 25 million yeah. unemployed people in this country. We mm-hmm. wouldn't have an un- unemployment problem. We'd have an underemployment problem. We'd have to exactly. be shipping more people in. Yeah. So I think, that, I think that he's right on, right on target. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And something that I also wanted to touch on, I heard uh, another interview that you did very recently, and you were talking with that interviewer about meeting high-profile people such as Darren Hardy and Richard Branson. You know them personally, correct? Mm, Yeah, yes. Wow. So let me ask, uh, and I've asked different guests on other episodes of this show who have rubbed shoulders with people who uh, who are people that everyone knows, and I ask, how... I like that. How do you go about connecting with people like that? What kind of person do you have to be to earn an audience with someone like that? Wow. Well, you know, Jim Rohn is famous for saying that you become the average of the five people you hang out with most, right? Mm -hmm. And so I want to hang out. I want to do big things. I want um, to serve the world um, through my skills, talents, assets, gifts, whatever. Um, And so I want to be around people like that. So I get selective. Let me start with what I do. I get selective about who I invite into my life, all right? And so if it's somebody who is um, negative, pessimistic, dour, um, is into life just to serve themselves, and I don't want them in my life. And so I tend to attract people like me, okay? So specifically, though, um, Darren Hardy and I met probably, I'm going to guess, eight years ago now maybe, um, before he was a publisher of Success Magazine. Uh, He was introduced to me through um, a mutual friend who is also a very high achiever, uh, an entrepreneur, and we were trying to do a resort together, a high-end resort that focused on personal development. And uh, Darren was uh, kind of a leader in that space. We didn't publish Success Magazine yet. And so we brought uh, Darren in, and so we spent, you know, several months together, um, the three of us plus a couple of other uh, team members, to brainstorm a, a resort project that we were working on. So we worked together mm. uh, on, on a project several years ago. We were introduced because, again, we were like-minded, and authentic, honest people like to surround themselves with authentic and honest people. And so mm. if you are, if you are a scurvy dog, you know, and you're just, you know, lack integrity, I'm, I'm not going to want to introduce you to my high achiever friends. Now, Richard Branson, it was through, um, I used to publish a magazine myself for our hotel company. Um, it was called, um, oh gosh, what was it? Oh, Broughton Quarterly Magazine. I had a brain freeze there for a second. So we had mm-hmm. a Broughton Quarterly Magazine that we published and we, uh, um, interviewed uh, Richard Branson for, um, you know, been, I don't know if you know this, but they've been trying to launch this uh, Virgin Hotel project for years, and it yeah. just never got off the ground. we got 30 seconds to break, by the way. Okay. So uh, that was it. So the, the bottom line is this. You've got to be authentic. You've got to be full of integrity, and you've got to be a super achiever um, to, yeah. to, 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 to rub shoulders with these people. But sometimes you just got to do the ask, Brian. Hey, yeah. do you mind if I, um, you know, interview you for something? That's really great. And we are coming up against our second break. We will come right back with Larry Broughton right afterwards. And uh, stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. Fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives, then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Lori Broughton, who served in the Special Forces. He's an entrepreneur, has started many businesses, has won many awards, and we've been talking about mindset and and just a lot of things that relate to becoming very successful. So let me ask you this, Larry. I mean, I imagine, mm-hmm. you know, you've jumped out of airplanes. I've jumped out of an airplane twice and enjoyed it, uh-huh. and, and I'm, I'm done doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've been in military conflicts. You've started businesses, and those things can be really, really scary to a lot of people. So let mm-hmm. me ask you this. Do you think it's easier to be an entrepreneur, or do you think it was easier for you to serve in the Special Forces? <laughs> I love that you said you jumped out of an airplane twice, and, and that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, well, here's the the thing. You know, when you're in special forces or you're in the Navy SEALs, you know, you're, you're, you volunteer for it. You, you kind of know what you're getting into, and you're surrounded by really super high achievers, right? And not to say that it's not scary, because I, you know, from the first time I jumped out of an airplane to the, the last time I jumped out of an airplane, I was scared, you know, every time. You get nervous about it. That's one of those things where I just never got comfortable with. But let me answer your question through a little bit of a story, okay? Um, one of our coaching clients um, is a guy named Larry Yatch. Larry's a former Navy SEAL. He planned and executed the first mission in Iraq. They secured the oil platforms, and, and uh, they were expecting to lose 50% of their team. So imagine that you're a leader thinking, oh, my gosh, 
I, when we come back, 50% of my team is going to be dead. Mm. That's a lot of pressure, right? Yes. Well, so they went in, they secured the other platforms, and they didn't lose anybody. They then moved on to Tikrit, which was, you know, a lot of bloody hell uh, there. And, mm -hmm. um, and so he gets out and he starts his own business. So now he's one of our coaching clients. And it was two years ago last month that we had um, a mastermind. We, called, we were calling them success intensives at the time. And there were 24 folks there in the room uh, in this mastermind, and it was his turn to, to, to go to, to share his biggest challenge, opportunity, or idea. And he said, you know, before I do this, I want to share with everybody the scariest, most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. And so people were expecting this great war story. But he said, you know, the scariest, most difficult thing I've ever done in my life is to start and run my own business. Wow. So if a Navy SEAL is saying that the scariest, most difficult thing he's ever done in his life is to be an entrepreneur, I'll leave that up to you to decide. It is sure. hard work. It's yes. scary. It is hard. Because, you know, there's so many things that are outside our control, Brian. You know, changing market conditions, the bank calling their note, whatever it is, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. There's a, there are a million moving parts to it, and it's hard. And so I, I love being around entrepreneurs because, to me, like I said earlier, they're kind of like modern-day um, um, pioneers um, and explorers, but they're also kind of our civilian warrior class. You better have a fighting warrior spirit if you want to have success. Uh, in your business, if you want to have enduring success, this is not for the faint of heart. And that's why I get turned on being around entrepreneurs, or at least most entrepreneurs, is that they get it. And when you, when you live life like a warrior, man, it's attractive. It attracts other people around you. People want to be, be with you. And this is not, um, it's, it's powerful and it comes from the gut. It comes from the heart. This is not, you can't be cerebral uh, about entrepreneurship. Right, exactly. I, I love that. You have to have a fighter warrior heart, and, and the fact that a Navy SEAL said that the scariest thing he's ever thought about doing is running a business really does speak very clearly to <laughs> just the whole idea. And I know I've got friends who have started businesses and, and have done very, very well, and you mm -hmm. know, a, a lot of people don't succeed in business. Do you think it's because, uh, is it uh, people skills? Do you think it's because people mm -hmm. haven't planned right? What kinds of things mm -hmm. do you think go into that? Well, there's a lot of things I think that contribute to contribute to it. But before I answer, let me share this with you. Um, okay. Veterans, by the way, um, ex veterans who start businesses, and by the way, they start businesses at a rate four times greater than the general population. They have twice the success rate in business. Okay, mm -hmm. and I think there's a few key reasons to that, but a couple of them are is this. One is that we were talking about this earlier. They don't give up. They're absolutely yeah. tenacious. They are dogged in their approach. You know, um, so that's. That's one of the things. But the other two things are, are, are this, Brian. A lot of people go into business and they don't know, they don't have any contingency plans. Mm -hmm. They present, they always look at best case scenario and they don't plan for worst case scenario. And that comes from everything from raising capital um, to launching a marketing plan. So that's why so many businesses fail. In fact, I think it's something like 72% of all businesses fail because they are undercapitalized in the beginning. Which means that they they thought, well, gosh, I'm going to have they, – they planned everything based on best-case scenario and not worst-case scenario. So you've got to have contingency plans. In the military, we never went on a mission unless we did five-point contingency plans. And they're basically if-then scenarios. Mm -hmm. If this happens, we're going to respond this way. So that when that does happen, it's reflexive. We can move very quickly to respond to it. But in business, most people don't do that. They have their business plan or they have their marketing plan, and when it goes off the rails, then they have to retreat and think about, okay, now how are we going to respond to this? And in the meantime, the competition blows right by you. So yeah. contingency plans is another thing. And the third thing is this. 
whenever we came back from a mission in Special Forces, we always did what we called an AAR, an after-action review. We didn't place blame, but we looked at everything and said, here's what we did right, here's what we did wrong, all right, and here's how we're going to be better the next time we go out. We didn't place yeah. blame, okay? Right. And if we were to do that in business after every marketing plan that we, did, we launched or every new hire that we had um, or every new strategic vision that we tried to execute on, if we were to do an AAR, wouldn't we all have better companies because of that? Yeah. Exactly. So those three things, those three things, I think would help um, the business failure rate. I, I think it would slash it. Yeah. Easily yeah. in half. Exactly. And you would have more successful businesses. You would have companies to work for. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, especially, I mean, a lot of, I mean, some companies that I've worked for, uh, the owner, if they feel like they have to be the smartest person in the room, it's probably not mm -hmm. going to succeed because the owner has to let go of some ego and and realize that you need to hire people who are better at some stuff than you are. I mean, that's how you're going to grow. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And in fact, we, we were just doing a, a webinar uh, last night for some folks that are going into our mastermind program. And I was just talking about that exact thing that it's the fatal flaw of entrepreneurs and business owners when they feel like they've got to be the smartest person in the room. I've got a former partner that was like that, did not want to have anybody around smarter than, than he was. Um, but that's going to limit your growth. When you know what you're good at, like for me, when I look at the hotel company, if I were to walk in, I'm, I'm here now in my hotel office, um, and um, there are rows of offices. If I were to walk down the hall and pop my head into our VP of sales and marketing or into our, um, our operations guy or our CFO or our VP of business development, they're all smarter than me in their respective areas. I want that. That allows me freedom to do what I'm great at. I'm the leader. I'm the one who can build these teams. I don't need to be the one who runs each of their departments. Right. So you're, you're right. It, I don't know why that we get sucked into that, that we think that we've got to be the smartest person, but um, it's the fatal flaw of entrepreneurs. So surround yourself with people who are bolder and brighter than you are, and yeah. you, you'll be amazed at how quickly success comes your way when you do that. Yeah, I love that. So, so let me ask you this. I mean, when you push yourself like you do and you're starting new businesses, we talked a little bit about why businesses fail. But, you know, you're bound to have some of that along the way to, that tempers your success. So yeah. how do you personally keep from being demoralized when you're in that moment, when you're in that battle, and you mm -hmm. think, oh, my goodness, this did not go how I thought it would, when you're tempted to give up, especially when you've got people around you saying, stop, get a job, do something else, this isn't working, <laughs> and all that yeah. like how yeah. How do you cope in that moment and, and not give up? Well, not very well sometimes, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'm human too. And I have, sure. you know, I, I get a little bit of negative chatter, even though I try to, you know, force that out with positive stuff. Um, but um, I really do what I mentioned earlier, surround myself with friends and family members who believe in what I'm doing. And um, I think you have to bet on the horse and not on the race sometimes. That, I don't know if that makes a whole lot of, a whole lot of sense. It does. Um, we're we're going to lose races sometimes. Okay. Even the best of horses lose races sometimes. Um, and so I, I look at my life that way. And I have these kind of conversations that you and I are having constantly. Right. It reminds me that failures only fail. Fa failure is only a failure when you don't learn from it. But if you can learn from it, then that's, you chalk it up to experience. You chalk it up to, you know, um, becoming more wise. I mean, that's one of the things I pray about every day. Help me be more wise today than I was yesterday. Yes. And how do you do that? Well, you've got to be, you got to, you got to look at your navel a little bit once in a while and really say, okay, where have I gone wrong? How could I have done things a little bit better 
than the last time. And so when you look at failure as an opportunity to learn, then you become less frightened of it. Because most of us, I think, become paralyzed, Brian. We mm -hmm. don't want to risk failure because we're afraid that people are just going to ridicule us for it. But you know mm -hmm. what? Those people who ridicule others have never been for failure have never been in the arena themselves. And so yeah. I just discount that. Yeah. I'd rather be in the arena, you know, as Teddy Roosevelt said, you know, getting muddied and bloodied, um, and then being cheered on by other warriors who have been in the arena. You know, think about when you see some of the best warrior games i mean whether it's football or it's mma at the end of the day you're patting each other on the back you're patting each other on the butt and you're saying great job good fight even if you lost good fight and those mm -hmm. are the type of people i want in my life yeah exactly yeah and and you know sometimes uh, even though you prepare for your mm -hmm. your victory i mean sometimes things come up that you can't control like you talked about earlier i mean i can't imagine very many people making fun of michael jordan even though he missed a whole bunch of game winning shots but he made a oh, lot of geez. really important game winning shots too and like you yeah. said the people that will bag on someone like him have never been in that arena so and i yeah. love i love what you just said you have to discount the feedback of the people that have never been there um one thing i i like telling people i mean i used to teach and I was talking with a fellow teacher one time about some of the student evaluations that she got, and she was focusing on the one or two negative evaluations that said, look, some people are going to think you walk on water no matter what you do. Some people will hate you no matter what you do. It's what you do. What everyone else in the middle is, is you know, how you're affecting them. That's going to affect your battle. So throw out the top 10% and the bottom with what's left. Does that sound like a good plan? Absolutely. You, you have to do that. Um, so... I'm a big believer in just soliciting as much feedback as possible. And as you yeah. said, you know, I discount some of it, but I get as much, I really solicit as much feedback as possible. And I have to, I'm in the hotel industry. Anyone who stayed at a hotel, you know that you're always going to get that guest questionnaire, you know, yeah. either at checkout or they're going to send it to you afterwards. Well, how about doing that in your business life? Yeah. In special forces, you, we have these things called peer reviews. You can get peered out. Yeah. So you might be a great technician, you might be a great strategist, you might be excellent at your skills, yep. but if you don't get along with people, you can get peered out, you can get kicked out. Yeah. So think about that in business. What if you could get peered out as a business owner? Would yeah. you treat people differently? Would you yep. treat your vendors differently? You Absolutely. probably would. That's right. And so it, it forces you to up-level your game. Absolutely, and we are coming up against our final break. I cannot break it. Please stay with us for the end. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. There's no 
Join host Kalen Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kalen helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kalen for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this marketing black belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kalen will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back for our final segment. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Lawyer Broughton, who is the owner and CEO of the Broughton Hotel chain and is a serial entrepreneur and an author and a speaker and a coach. And we're going when you feel like giving up in the last segment. Before I forget, let me just tell you how you can link up with me. I am on Facebook. I have a new Facebook fan page called Success Profiles Radio. I would love it if you would like my page on fan, uh, Facebook. You can also connect with me on Twitter. My handle is at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can also find me on LinkedIn as well. And so, Larry, let's talk about your book. You had a book come out not too long ago called Victory, Seven Entrepreneurial Success Strategies for Veterans, and you have a new book mm-hmm. coming out called Flashpoints for Achievers. Let's talk about one or both of those books. Can you tell us what you're doing with these projects? Yeah. So, um, well, Victory came out of – I've got a business partner in uh, Broughton Advisory, uh, which is a um, elite team building, transformational leadership, strategic vision training company. And so we have entrepreneurial startups as clients, and we've got large Fortune 500 companies as, as clients as well. Um, and so Phil is also a veteran. He's a West Point grad. And so we were, at the time, speaking a lot in the veteran entrepreneurship space, as you kind of mentioned some of those places earlier. And so um, what we did is we looked at, all right, so what is it that has really created success in the most elite organizations that we know of? And I've been blessed with interviewing, you know, a lot of these uh, leaders out there. And we recognized that um, really it came down to kind of seven different things. And one was, which ended up becoming this acronym called VICTORY. Mm-hmm. You need to have great vision for your organization. One of the things that really derails a lot of businesses is that they don't do enough due diligence, and we call that intel in the military. The importance of having coaches, the importance of have that's the C. T is teams. you got to have a great team because too often we think that, as an entrepreneur, I'm going to be a lone wolf. I can do this by myself. Well, the truth of the matter is you can't, and I go into great detail about that in, in the book. O is for ops, operations and systems, because value in businesses – doesn't come from kind of the product that you produce. It comes from the systems that are behind it that produce those products. So if you want to sell something, if you want to sell your business, you better have the systems in place. That's what adds value. The R in victory has to do with taking rapid action. Mm-hmm. Because too often we've got great ideas, but we don't do anything with them. And then the last strategy, the Y, has to do with the strong 
uh, character and, and integrity and honor that comes with you. The why is you. So that's been a great, great, great seller, um, and we are actually converting that into uh, a book for the more general uh, audience right now. Mm-hmm. The other book is called Flashpoints for Achievers. Uh, for several years now, I've been sending out these uh, weekly flashpoints that are just brief, about 130 words, inspiring messages that are really meant to bring significant results for people to actually get them thinking about topics like leadership and team building and service and those kind of things. It's been really wildly well received. Um, and so I've now converted all of those into a 365-day journal. And um, that book is at the printer as we speak. And, in fact, you mentioned Darren Hardy uh, earlier. Darren just gave us a, a great testimonial uh, for Flashpoints. He's been getting them for years. And, um, and um, so great testimonial from him. And I'm really excited that we should have that book out uh, for sale by the end of March, finally. Mm. And so um, that's kind of it. I'm a big believer in just helping people however we can, and some people uh, are avid readers. And I'm a big believer that leaders are readers. We should be yep. anyway. Yep. So thanks Absolutely. for uh, asking about the books. Yeah. You bet. And where can we get these books? Um, well, you can just go to broughtonadvisory.com. Um, you can order them there, or you can just go to amazon.com and uh, type in either Victory or Larry Broughton, and they're going to uh, come up or Barnes & Noble, you know, the the, the, the normal places. Um, and, um, yeah, would really appreciate if people would buy them. And what we're hearing already with the people who have seen the Flashpoints for Achievers Journal is that they're great gifts. Yeah. Um, and um, I, so you met, met, asked earlier about uh, kind of how I start my day. Well, one of the things is I, I do this um, daily devotional, um, basically, and we've got a group of friends around the country who are all reading the same book by Emmett Fox, and we know that on whatever day of the year it is, we're all reading the the same small passage. And so yeah. we will Twitter each other or tweet each other or put a post on flat, uh, Facebook about what it was we read that day. And it's nice to know that there's a small tribe of people who are thinking the same thing that I'm thinking that day. So I'm, I'm just kind of uh, trying to uh, share what uh, has helped me with, uh, with other people. That is such a great idea. I mean, that's really what you're doing is talking about masterminding. I mean, you get a, a bunch right. of like-minded people who are – reaching toward the same goal and you have a common plan. I mean, your common plan is to read the same passage out of the same book every day. And what a great idea that is to tweet or to have a a group chat or something where everyone can post what did they get out of it. Read something from a book and you can get your personal meaning out of it. But when you have five or 10 or 12 or 15 other people reading the same thing and you get what they got out of it, it's it's incomparable. It's unbelievable. I love that. It builds community. You're absolutely right. We're all built for community, you know. Yeah. And so this is just one way to to, to add to it. Right? Yeah. And there's there's no such thing as the Lone Ranger. Sorry, people. I mean, you can't do it by yourself. <laughs> Even the Lone Ranger had Tonto. That's right. And well, it makes Silver. for great romance novels. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. And Silver, we can't forget about the horse. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. let me ask you: as long as we've just briefly touched on the idea of masterminding, Larry, yeah. uh, you have a mastermind group that you have organized. Tell us a little bit about that and what your what your goals with that are. Oh my gosh! Um, so you might get me on a rant here. So rail me in, okay? If I uh, or reel me in, if I if I get get out there too far. Well, here's the thing: um, I am a huge believer in the power of masterminds, and I first learned about masterminding in special forces. There's 12 guys on a special forces A team. And it was always the sharing of amazing ideas, right? Um, and so I started looking for that in the business arena. And I've done 
I don't know how many different mastermind sessions at this point in my life, but well over a hundred and I belonged to a bunch of different mastermind groups and I did one mastermind group where we met every month for a couple of years or maybe it was uh, three or four years. And um, so I've seen the good and the bad and the ugly in masterminds. And there are a lot of people who I just think do masterminds all wrong. Mm. And so I got frustrated with seeing how some of these masterminds are run. And so uh, about three years ago, I started doing my own Mm. um, and bringing in some of our clients to these things. And so we've got um, uh, a mastermind session coming up later in the month. And what I'm doing is I'm launching mid-year a really high-end mastermind program that's going to be north of $10,000 for people to participate in. But what I wanted to do is to do a beta run on it because I'm a big believer in, in pilot programs. Try things out with people who, who know that it's a, um, a, a trial run and just solicit feedback. How can we make this thing better? I don't know if you've noticed a theme here. You know, yeah. I'm always asking for feedback. How are we doing on this stuff? Yeah. And so, that, so that's what we're doing um, later in the month. We're running two mastermind programs in late March, um, and uh, it's going to be amazing. What we're doing leading up to it, this is kind of what we're calling March Madness, Brian, is that we are doing webinars leading up to it. Mm. Uh, they're, they're teaching webinars, and then so those are every Tuesday of this month, and then on Thursdays we're doing uh, Q&As on those topics, and we're delivering some uh, assessments. We call it our Broughton Advisory Entrepreneurial DNA Assessment to really figure out how are we built from a cognitive perspective so that we can build great teams around us. And um, we've just had three slots open up on this this, this past week. Um, unfortunately, mm. one of the guys has got a father who's very ill in Florida and oh. stem cell replacement. And, and so a couple of other emergencies have come up. And so we have three slots open. So if people want to kind of join in on these masterminds, um, everything that we've done thus far is recorded and we can get people up to speed very quickly. But they can go to broughtonadvisory.com forward slash elite mastermind. Mm. So it's broughtonadvisory.com forward slash Elite Mastermind, and fill out an application there, and uh, we'd love to have folks uh, folks join us for this. We limit it to 24 people. We never go over 24 people. Um, both of these are probably going to have about 12 people in each of them. I love to keep these things small and intimate so they get access to me. It's like you were asking earlier about how you get access to people like Darren and that kind of thing. Well, sometimes yeah. you have to participate in these types of programs to build a relationship. Yes. And so people will be spending two and a half days with me and about a dozen other people, and we'll be sharing great ideas um, and really going deep on people's businesses. So that's kind of what those are the mastermind programs I've got going on. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, and you know, sometimes if you want to meet the top people, you have to participate in some of the things that you're offering or that they're offering. <laughs> and yeah. not just to meet them, but to learn something significant. Because if you can rub shoulders with someone who's done uh, the kinds of stuff that you've done or Darren Hardy or Tony Robbins or whoever we're talking about, that doesn't happen for free. It just doesn't. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and that's okay, too, because like you said earlier, you, you want to be with people who are authentic, people who mm -hmm. are really on a journey for greatness and are going to add value to your life. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you have to create something that someone might need to jump over, if you want to call it that, just to kind of see, you know, how serious are you. Because really, if you want to be successful, you have to be fairly serious about it. It doesn't just right. happen overnight, and you're a living example of all that. So we come to the final question of the show. We've got a couple minutes left. My favorite mm -hmm. question, my signature question that I ask everybody, who inspires and motivates you? Oh, my gosh. Who inspires and motivates me? All right, so there are a bunch of people 
um, I'm always looking for just little nuggets from, from different people when we're talking professionally, okay? There's not one person that I kind of hold up as this is the person, okay? But honestly, and this might sound like a cop-out, but I'm going to tell you that it's not, and that is my kids. I've got an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old, okay? Mm-hmm. And they absolutely inspire me. It's where I get my creativity from, to be honest with you. When you start looking at business through the eyes of an 11-year-old or a 9-year-old, your your mind gets opened up to possibilities because they've not been jaded yet. They they truly have not. And so um, my daughter, who has seen me out interviewing people, she's a, she's big into fashion right now. Okay, mm-hmm. like a lot of eleven year old daughters uh, or girls. And so she said to me about a month ago, Daddy, you know, I want to interview these people. And so she started listing all these different designers. Here's an eleven year old who's already got it in her head mm-hmm. that she could just pick up the phone and call Wendy Benbrook or Betsy Johnson. You know, if if she were 31, she'd be saying, oh, I can't pick up the phone and call them because, you know, they're busy. They don't have time for somebody like me. But my daughter, who's 11, thought, well, why can't I just pick up the phone and call them? Isn't that awesome? If we were to look at life that way through the eyes of a child sometimes, boy, that's awesome. And so I really do try to live my life as a a kid sometimes. (laughs) That sounds great. We've got just a few seconds to the end of the show. How can we quickly get a hold of you, a website, an email, or or how to get involved with you? Yeah, the best way is just to go to BroughtonAdvisory.com, B-R-O-U-G-H-T-O-N, Advisory.com. There's contact information on there. There's uh, events that we're doing and um, all kinds of great stuff, or just through uh, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Larry Broughton is my uh, Twitter handle. That sounds great. And I do thank you, Larry, so much for being such an amazing, fantastic guest. Uh, We must do this again soon. Would love it. Would love it. You're great. Great host. Okay. Hey, Files Radio, thank you so much for joining us. We are on the air every Monday night at 6 p.m. East. In the meantime, have a fantastic week. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network.